It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Good afternoon. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. And of course, that means lots of things, including, uh, well, they're lying to you. They're lying to me. They're lying to everybody, uh, twisting, spinning, and uh, making up all kinds of bullshit that is absolutely not true. And that's why the news is a conspiracy these days, because uh, maybe it always was, and maybe I was just ignorant at some point, but, um, well, not today. Not, But not today. It is not this day. This day we fight. And uh, I mean that in the most peaceful manner possible, of course. But what's going on, guys? I hope everybody's doing well. It is a Friday, so happy Friday. Friday to everybody out there, and uh, this is uh, yeah, this is just a, a, a little news show that we do because we used to do uh, as part of a larger show, Troubled Minds Radio, uh, which goes Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we used to have a news segment on there, and it just got larger and larger and more out of hand, and there's just too much news to talk about, so it made sense to just kind of peel off an entire other show and do just the news, and that's what we do here. We do just the news, and uh, to try and keep it away from uh, division politics and all the rest of the BS that they're trying to feed us and just talk about what's really happening in the world with some of the scientific breakthroughs or some of the the things that are, um, uh, let's say, the James Webb Telescope, which we'll get to that today. Uh, things like that, right? Things that are actually happening. And uh, I think I think that's uh, more important than uh, just watching just BS political news all the time. And uh, that's, what, that's what this is about. So as always, right, in, in, in the name of transparency and uh, all the rest of that, uh, we always have an open phone line so if you want to call me and preach at me or uh, call me and tell me i'm full of shit you're definitely welcome to uh but you don't have to do that it doesn't have to be negative uh it could just be whatever it is and that's you can reach us at 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and uh there you go uh, join the discord at troubledminds.org click the discord link and we'll put you in the chat what's up guys i see you there i see you ruby what's happening uh well so we got daryl's here we got eli what's going on born general Robert Dre, what's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. Let's roll. Let's let's get to the news, shall we? Speaking of the James Webb Telescope, uh, we have this. Yeah, uh, this is from Gizmodo, and uh, Webb Space Telescope successfully sees its first glimmer of light. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is an exciting thing because we've been looking forward to this us you know space nerds uh, because uh, this this is supposed to be the, the next level next 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 gen tech right like this is uh we're supposed to be able to see light from the the very very beginning of the universe here from uh, just just after the big bang so with this this new telescope so let's see it's uh so i guess they're gonna take months to actually calibrate this thing but it actually is on it's unfolded it's in the spot it's supposed to be in and it's um it's now collecting 
Starlight, and that's pretty cool. Straight from the article here, a major milestone has been achieved in the deployment of the James Webb Space Telescope with an onboard instrument detecting its first photons from a distant star. This means engineers can now begin the three-month process of aligning the space telescope's 18 mirrors. After years of delays and seemingly endless succession of hiccups during development, the $10 billion Webb mission, now in its seventh week, has been smooth as silk. The painstaking process of unfolding the space telescope and getting it ready to perform groundbreaking astronomy has been progressing about as well as anyone could have hoped. The, the most recent achievement being the telescope's first detection of starlight, which happened earlier this week. And um, let's see, quote, the milestone marks the first of many steps to capture images that are at first unfocused and use them to slowly fine-tune the telescope, NASA said in a statement announcing the accomplishment on Thursday. This is the very beginning of the process, but so far the initial results match expected uh, as match expectations and simulations and uh well that's good that's good i think we don't have a problem here and uh hopefully we get to see uh what what comes of this uh and i'm i'm looking forward to it so we gotta we gotta wait months now for the the first data to come in but but this seems pretty cool <laughs> what's up robert says light from the virtual reality projector maybe maybe that's uh maybe that's what this is about uh and so well uh, that's uh that's what's up that's what's up to the first story here i don't know what do you guys think about uh the the uh the James Webb Telescope. Are you excited to see what's going on here, or is this just like, come on, Mike, give us real news. Tell us all about the uh, whatever's political drama's going on. I'm sure that's what you want to hear, right? Instead? Nah, let's not do that. Now, speaking of political drama and uh, ridiculous news, check this out. This one's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, Jeff Bezos back in the news again. This is from Breezy Scroll. Actually, let me link that, that one. Here you go. I'm going to link it back in the chat. There you go. What's going on, guys? Uh, breezyscroll.com yeah this is what happens when you're a billionaire guys can you imagine living life like this this is what happens all right this is the headline jeff bezos to dismantle 1927 dutch bridge to let his 500 million dollar super yacht pass yeah that's right. <laughs> the Dutch will have to dismantle a historic bridge to allow Jeff Bezos's new mega yacht to pass. Uh, Jeff Bezos's new new yacht is enormous. It won't be able to sail out to sea unless a Dutch city demolishes a historic bridge. The 470 uh, 417-foot vessel is currently building in Oh boy, how do you say this? Alblasterdam, Alblasterdam, Netherlands, according to Dutch broadcaster uh, Ridgemond. Ridgemond, uh, once completed it will need to pass via Rotterdam. Rotterdam is uh, widely uh, regarded as Europe's maritime capital to reach the ocean. The only issue is that the mega yacht has three masts. They are too big to pass be- be- uh, beneath the Koningshaven Bridge in Rotterdam, despite its 131-foot clearance. Now, explain this to me. Like, how on God's green earth did they not know this when they were building the super yacht? Are like are you shitting me? And once again, this is the world we live in. Clearly, they made a deal a long time ago, and uh, Bezos is is he paid somebody to, you know, he, he bribed somebody to just tear down the bridge. Uh, and I, as far as I'm aware, they are going to actually take it down. Uh, let's see. How, however, the city is considering removing the bridge's center section to allow the vessel to sail through. Uh, yes. Uh, last May, Brad Stone's Amazon Unbound revealed the existence of Bezos's mega yacht. According to Stone, the custom yacht's current name is Y721. It has projections to cost $500 million and will be one of the finest sailing yachts in existence. Uh, unsinkable, right? <laughs> I've heard that before. In addition to the gigantic yacht, the Amazon founder, who is presently worth $176 billion, reportedly has ordered a smaller support yacht with its helipad. Yeah, right? Like when when uh, your boat's so big, it needs like, you know, a boat, like a support boat. (laughs) <laughs> this seems this seems absolutely stupid. I don't know. I mean, let's just tear down some more bridges, shall we? Uh, what's that? What's the political term that they use? They say that uh, you know we don't uh, the Hillary Clinton thing. We don't we don't uh, uh, we build bridges or whatever the hell they say, right? Well, no. In this case, we just tear them down. You know, if you have enough money, we'll just tear them down. <laughs> so so yeah, the, the the yacht has a support yacht because well, you know, if your boat's big enough, it needs a baby boat because <laughs> oh. 
Oh, a little baby boat. And yeah, well, anyway, uh, pretty wild stuff. $500 million uh, super yacht. Uh, they're going to tear down the bridge or at least crack the top open to let this thing sail out to sea. Yeah, pretty wild, right? And uh, mm-hmm, this is this is new. Look at the picture of that big-ass boat. That's that's a big boat. Uh, anyway, what else? Uh, rich people and their toys, right? Uh, that's pretty crazy stuff. All right, let us continue. There's more. As always, there's always more. Let's go to live science. Ah, uh, live science. Oh, boy. Okay, let's get off of Bezos' yacht, and we'll go to live science instead. The International Space Station will plunge into the sea. In 2031, NASA announces, it will splash land near its final resting place at Point Nemo in the Pacific Ocean. What? Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, the, the orbiting laboratory, which launched in 1998, will splash land 1,678 miles from land at Point Nemo, the final Pacific Ocean resting place for many dead satellites and space stations, such as Russia's MIR, MIR, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. The new expiration date for the ISS is due to a Biden administration commitment to extend support for the space station's operations through 2030. Ah, the Great Reset, 2030. That's weird. Uh, interesting. Uh, this week, the space agency announced a new transition plan for the low-Earth orbit science, and uh, in the lead-up to the decommissioning of the ISS, NASA has signed agreements with three private companies to launch commercial space stations for use by both private companies and government astronauts. These new commercial space stations will be launched by Blue Origin, NanoRacks, and Northrop Grumman Systems. Uh, Northrop Grumman. Where have we heard that before? Where have we heard that before? Yep. Uh, they're expected to be operational by the late 2020s before the ISS falls into the sea. Uh, quote, the private sector is technically and financially capable of developing and operating commercial low-Earth orbit destinations with NASA's assistance. We look forward to sharing our lessons learned and operations experience with the private sector to help them develop safe, reliable, and cost-effective destinations in space. That's what we're calling it now. We're calling it uh, destinations in space, guys. It's a, it's, it's, it's a new thing. Right. It's, it's new. This is new. And this is fine. Right. We're just going to plunge, plunge the ISS into the ocean. I'm sure that's not wasteful at all. Uh, Point Nemo. Huh? Is that really? Yeah. How do you say that? Riley? I don't know. I know it's a an old one. That's for sure. Uh, home of Cthulhu. Is that really? Is that where this is going on? Point Nemo? Is that is that real? I, I believe you. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right, so uh, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy peasy as that. And uh, let's do it. Yeah, just just a coincidence, right? Totally. Totally. Uh, let's go to The Verge. Uh, new company run by former NASA leader aims to build robotic outpost near the moon. Uh, Quantum Space wants to help you go to the moon. All right, that's fine. A, a new startup run by a former acting NASA administrator hopes to capitalize on the recent zeal for lunar space exploration by building robotic outposts and spacecraft to send to space near the moon. The goal is to create a fleet of robotic helpers that can do a variety of tasks, what, like replicants, uh-huh. uh, near the moon, such as in, uh, providing internet capabilities, collecting data, refueling spacecraft, and assembling structures in lunar space. Uh, the company called Quantum Space was formed in 2021. At the uh, helm is Steve, oh boy, how do you say this? Jurczyk, uh, I guess, J-U-R-C-Z-Y-K. Anyway, who served as uh, NASA's associate administrator beginning in 2018 before becoming the agency's acting administrator when President Biden was inaugurated. Ah, always President Biden. Uh, after retiring in May, this guy, Jurczyk, I guess, Jurczyk, uh, decided to team up with three additional entrepreneurs and experts in the space industry to create this new company based out of Maryland. And yeah, uh, quote, we know there's going to be a lot of activity around and on the moon in the coming decade, primarily driven, driven by Artemis. But, you know, national security, where civil space goes, national security will have to also go. Uh, Jurczyk uh, anticipates Space Force and other military entities might leverage NASA's lunar exploration and become customers in the future. Uh, nothing, nothing like military customers, you know what I'm saying? Those military customers are the best because that money just flows. Uh, Northrop Grumman. Right on that that other one, mm, yeah. You, you want me to sing, Robert? You really want me to sing? Fly me to the moon? Uh, no, <laughs> I 
I, th- I thought I thought I was not not. Don't quit your day job, Mike. Come on now. Come on, Robert. Make up your mind, bro. Make up your mind. I'm just kidding. All right. So uh, what do we got? I think time wise, we are right on track. So what we're going to do is take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's go. Let's keep on trucking. Let's go to uh, NBC News. Uh, one of my favorites, NBC News. Gotta love that. What's going on, James? I see you there. How are you? Let's uh, let's go to this. Everybody remember this guy? Michael Avenatti. Remember this dude? <laughs> Speaking of a political drama, uh, it wasn't that long ago that they, they trotted this guy out and uh, gave him like, I think it was like a billion dollars in free press or something uh, to, to go after President Trump. And uh, remember the Stormy Daniels fiasco and all the rest of this? Well, uh, from NBC News, attorney Michael Avenatti found guilty of stealing from Stormy Daniels. Oh, yeah. A jury convicted him of wire fraud and identity identity theft and pocketing money from her book. Can you believe this? Yeah. A federal jury in New York on Friday convicted Michael Avenatti of stealing from his former former client, one-time adult film film actor Stormy Daniels. What a name that is. Uh, who wrote an explosive 2018 book. Oh, explosive. Oh. He was found guilty on both counts of wire fraud and identity theft for wrongly pocketing about $300,000 of the $800,000 advance that was paid to Daniels for her book, Full Disclosure. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Which included details about an affair she says she had with Donald Trump before he was president. Uh, quote, first of all, I am ecstatic, Daniels told NBC News. Uh, a win is always great, and I'm aware I won't ever get my money back and worried that if it had gone the other way, it would have set a very scary precedent for people in the adult film industry. What does that mean? If she stole the money instead of him? I'm confused. Anyway, Daniels, uh, born Stephanie Clifford, thanked jurors for not holding her former line of work against the prosecution. Quote, grateful to the jurors that set aside uh, prejudged notions about me or my work and the things I have done. And they put that aside and looked at the evidence. She said, it's never okay to steal money from a client. And he forged my signature. He doesn't have any money. What am I going to do? Uh, Anyway, I thought it was pretty hilarious that, uh, you know, this guy, if you remember, they actually like, like held him up as some bastion of purity because he was going after Trump, which again, that Trump era was wild, right? Some of the press that was happening there. If you recall, this is where the, those reports came from, from CNN through the Stormy Daniels and this on the uh, reporting on the size and shape of Trump's penis. Remember all this? Like this, like this was just so far off the rails that you can't even make it up. But then they trot, trotted this dude out every single day on CNN to basically say, oh, you look at this guy. And, and they were even like talking about him running for president and shit like this and well by the way he was just stealing from 
poor Stormy Daniels. <laughs> uh, Robert says, I think Stormy played a librarian in one of those films, or so I've heard. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, yeah, this is a, this is, this is a, a pretty wild stuff. This is, you know, like... Uh, these are these are the people that they they try and push in our face as uh, um, you know good people let's say good good these are good people and then they end up yeah, convicted of you know wire fraud and identity theft way to go he, I think he was already in jail for um, for uh, extorting Nike right so I mean <laughs> I mean this guy is like yeah like super super uh, uh, scumbag right super scumbag and well. Unless, unless they need something from him, then he's, then he's the hero, right? The hero of the world. Anyway, I thought it was kind of funny that uh, not, not only are they, uh, are they um, you know, uh, running him out on a rail now, finally, uh, but uh, he was stealing from poor Stormy Daniels. Uh, yeah, exactly. Research purposes only, Robert. Exactly right. I think Stormy played a librarian. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Stalker says, I'm pretty sure they tried discrediting her during the trial because of her interest in the paranormal, according to morning radio on the drive home at least yeah that could be could very well be yeah here we go more as always let's go to sci-fi.com now this is pretty nuts astronomers find first rogue black hole wandering the milky way oh shit cthulhu's on the way if confirmed it's the first isolated stellar mass black hole ever found that's pretty cool exploiting a bizarre bizarre property of black holes and gravity astronomers have made the first unambiguous detection of an isolated stellar mass black hole in our galaxy, including a measurement of its mass and distance. If this pans out, it will be the first rogue stellar mass black hole found anywhere that wasn't detected via violently eating a star or some other object. Uh, to be clear up front, the paper is not yet peer-reviewed, oh, boo, but has been submitted to the Astrophysical Journal, and here's the link to that paper in case anybody is interested in that. Here you go. Link it in the chat as this thing loads up the PDF. Uh, yeah, the wandering void. Exactly right. Uh, so anyway, uh, it, uh, it says, I know some of the authors personally and by reputation, and it's an impressive list. Still bear in mind, it has not been sufficiently vetted by an outside referee yet. And this is uh, written by uh, Phil Plait, P-L-A-I-T. Uh, so the black hole doesn't have a name per se, but the event that triggered its discovery is called moa 2011-BLG-191 OGLE-2011-BLG-0462. Don't ask me to say it again. If confirmed, it has a mass of roughly seven times that of the sun and is a little over 5,000 light years away. That's a long walk, so no need to worry about imminent death from the skies on this one. Uh, a few dozen black holes have been found in our Milky Way galaxy, most of which are still waiting, awaiting confirmation. The thing about black holes is, well, they're black. <laughs> Rogue black hole? <laughs> Isn't that a stormy tan? Daniel's flick. Oh, God. Uh, uh, here we go. The uh, buzz. They're black, so they're difficult to spot. They're found by the effects on objects and materials around them. Matter falling in heats up and can emit huge amounts of energy, making them incredibly bright. Most local black holes are found when they orbit a star, a star like the sun, draw matter off it, and light up like a beacon. Also, when black holes collide and merge, they emit gravitational waves, blah, blah, so on and so forth. Uh, interesting that uh, wandering the Milky Way. Is this uh, that that uh, Cthulhu that we've been looking for? Is it headed this way? Hmm. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. Uh, there's the paper if you're interested. Uh, uh, as usual, uh, a nice scientific analysis and graphs and all the amazing things that you would expect. And uh, if you want to put yourself to sleep, read that. And uh, it's instant nap time. Uh, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, time-wise, we're good. Everything looks fine. We're all fine here now. How's everybody? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Do we need some music? What do we need? What do we need? I feel like, uh, I, feel like I need some coffee. You guys need some coffee? I need some coffee. How about that? Okay, coffee it is. Ah, it's so good. Feels so good on my lips. Okay, let's go. Let's keep on trucking. Let's go to fizz.org. And um, there's some interesting stuff. We were talking about this not that long ago. Um, was it last night? Two nights ago? I think last night even. Uh, but we were uh, discussing sort of that maybe DNA memory. And uh, check this out. This is pretty cool. Unraveling the ancient stories hidden in DNA. Uh, scientists have discovered that the genomes of marine invertebrates have been surprisingly stable across deep time. Published in Science Advances, this new study provides an overarching analysis 
of distantly related animal groups, including sponges, jellyfish, scallops, and invertebrates, most closely related to humans, and found that their chromosomes are remarkably similar. Hmm. Think of a genome as the instruction manual located in each cell and written in DNA code. It contains all the inherited information for the operation of an organism, uh, and this instruction manual is divided into chapters, the chromosomes, and those are, in turn, further subdivided into pages or the genes. Uh, quote, over deep time, and by that I mean at least 550 million years, due to random mutations, the order of genes within chromosomes became scrambled, kind of like mixing up pages within a chapter of a book. And more dramatically, sometimes we find that two chromosomes have come together and become mixed, as if the chapters were merged and shuffled, explained Professor Daniel Rockshar, last, uh, the last author of the paper and principal investigator of the Molecular Genetics Unit at the Okinawa Institute of Science and Technology Graduate University in Japan. Holy crap. Uh, can they make these names shorter, for crying out loud, for people like me? Uh, even though the last common ancestor of these three groups lived over half a billion years ago, many of their chromosomes are re uh, recognizably similar in the sense that they contain the same groups of genes. Uh, the study compared the genomes of species from the three, uh, the three vast groups, sponges, uh, what's this? So good. How do you say that? Uh, Snedarians, specifically jellyfish and hydra, and bil bilaterians. I don't even know how to say any of these words. Uh, th these genomes had either been previously sequenced or were first reported in the study. Although many of these organisms had uh, had draft versions of their genome sequenced before, this early research fell short of being able to uh, study overall chromosomal organization. Now, with advancements in genetic technology, researchers are able to put the puzzles together and compare the way genes are organized into the long threads. In this study, the chromosomes of the hydra were for the first time reconstructed. Those of the amphixius were vastly improved and a wide-ranging comparative analysis was completed. And, uh, well, there you go. Uh, hopefully we get some more information from this as they uh, release more data, but uh, yeah, there we go. One of the DNA story was made into a Stormy Daniels movie, or so I've heard. Yeah, right? Uh, every Everything's a Stormy Daniels joke, right? These jokes make themselves. Uh, looking to hear from you, 702-957-1037. Uh, That's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show. Uh, well, I don't know what do you guys think? DNA memory? Uh, ancient stories hidden in DNA? They're talking about, uh, you know, not, not quite people DNA, but uh, it is interesting to note that we were discussing this last night a little bit when Dre brought it up, and uh, it, it is, we do have that DNA memory of sorts, meaning that, you know, we, we remember things. We, we remember things without ever knowing we knew them, because it's baked into our DNA, and that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool stuff, if you ask me. Uh, what are your thoughts here? And uh, happy Friday. I hope everybody's doing well. Just hanging out and uh, doing the news, doing the news. And let's see where are we at. Let's uh, time. I think we're good. Let's do. Uh, let's do this. Let's go here. Let's go to auto evolution. Now this is uh, this is pretty wild. This is good stuff. I like that. Uh, you know, science finds new things and uh, creates new things. And here we go. Uh, Autoevolution.com reported this today. Uh, incredible new lightweight material is stronger than steel and can be used in cars. And the other headline I saw for this uh, from some other website said, uh, lighter than plastic, stronger than steel. And uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, oh, man, I fell asleep listening to the show. I didn't think my comments were seen. Nah, we saw that. We were talking about that last night. We were talking about it, Dre. We saw it. We saw it. Oh, you, really? You missed the fireworks then? You, you fell asleep? And... Uh, I got I got a, I got a preacher call me and, and tell me you know, tell me give me the what foe. It was uh, it was fun and I was irritated. Anyway, uh, the lead author of the study is Zhu Zhang Yuan Zhang. Oh boy, has already applied for two patents. Uh, polymers uh, for, were for a long time on the mind of scientists. They had a hunch regarding what can be achieved if polymers could be in, in, induced to grow into a two-dimensional sheet. They theorized that plastics can, in the end, form extremely strong, lightweight materials. For a long time, and after many tries, this idea was dismissed. Now, MIT has proved them wrong. The team behind the discovery has produced a new polymerization process. process 
Yes. Can I, I say that right? Probably not. That allows them to generate a two-dimensional sheet called a polyaramide. Polyaramide. There we go. Together with melamine and under the right conditions, the monomers, building blocks, can grow and form disks. Uh, these then stack on top of each other and are held together by strong hydrogen bonds. The whole structure becomes stable and extraordinarily strong. Is that uh, sort of like the... Uh, the the uh, sort of like armor, you know, like they used to do like scale armor back in the, the old days. Uh, interesting. Interesting. So the senior author of the study says that plastics were never considered when it came to heavy structures like buildings, but now that might change. There you go. Plastic buildings, guys. It's coming. You want your space age? I got your space age right here. Uh, he is confident that the new polymer can, in fact, be used for cars as a durable coating or for cell phones that need a hard case. The best news about this incredible new material is, in fact, the ability to be produced in large quantities without any real hassle. You simply have to increase the quantity of the starting materials, according to the team at MIT. All right. Uh, uh, lighter. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, lighter than plastic stronger than steel sounds like a uh, a nice uh, a nice way to start a comic book or something right uh the man of steel made of plastic uh yes what's going on guys let's see uh da -da. <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh yeah last night's show it was a little bit um hmm, well whatevs whatevs uh yeah new, yeah new material right uh, that darpa maybe has been using for 50 years yeah or maybe maybe they peeled it off of a ua a ufo i don't know uh, anyway whatever uh 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 uh click the discord link at troubleminds.org we'll put you on the show easy as that easy as that i think we're probably right in line for about that break time Ready for that? I think you guys are ready for that. I'm ready for that. If uh, you're you're listening to us on uh, Twitch, well, hello. What's up, guys? I see you out there. I see everybody in the chat. And uh, this is Troubled Minds News. And I'm your host, Michael Strange. And we will be right back. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And that iced coffee tastes really good. All right. Let's keep on trucking. We've got vice.com. Here we go. Uh, right in the links in the chat, as always. Uh, check this one out. Again, talk about clown world and living in the upside down. This is this is it. This is this takes the taco. Check this out. Uh, <laughs> from vice.com. Scientists find putting pantyhose on your head makes your mask safer <laughs> yeah i said it i said it mm -hmm. after testing seven ways to make masks seal better around the face researchers found that a pair of hosiery does the, tr the trick best all right there you go so uh we just that's that's this is how we stay safe guys we just wear pantyhose on our head now uh I, i'm pretty sure that uh this used to be the way to rob a bank but but, but yes here you go uh blah 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 in 2020 researchers from the university of cambridge started testing out some of the ways people might adjust face masks and make them fit better on their faces their their findings were finally released as a peer-reviewed study this week in the journal plos one right <laughs> yes i'm not even kidding not even kidding, guys. A, a better seal around the edges of the masks means more protection from COVID-19. But most consumer-level surgical masks and KN95s leave gaps around the sides. The researchers tested seven different hacks that attempt to close the gaps on surgical and KN95 masks. Uh, and this is what they tested. This is science, folks. Taping the edges of a mask to one's face. I just tape it on your head. That's cool. Uh, number two, filling the sides of the mask with gauze. Mm, all right. Uh, number three, building the, uh, sorry, binding the mask to the face with gauze. The, the mummy method. Oh, that's super hot, right? The mummy method. Just uh, wrap your head like a. <laughs> anyway, uh, number four. Putting a knot in the ear loops. Okay, all right. Uh, number uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. A rubber a rubber bands around the front to create a brace against the mouth. And of course, the last, a slice of pantyhose wrapped around the face. <laughs> Story Daniel's brand line of pantyhose is the best. Uh, the jokes keep coming. Uh, it says all of these were better than nothing when tested by measuring concentrations. I can't say it. Concentrations of particles inside and around the mouth. But the one that created the best seal was the pantyhose. They cut a section out of the thigh and some hose and yanked that over the wearer's head and mask, except for one participant who couldn't get the hosiery over his head. God, that's so hot. That's, uh, we're putting the hosiery over 
the head. Anyway, the pressure of the stretchy fabric kept the mask on tight, but there was a catch. People really hated wearing it. No shit. No shit. Thank goodness science has got us covered, guys. Uh, The article continues. The pantyhose caused high levels of discomfort as well as issues speaking and an occasional obstruction of the eyes, the researchers wrote. (laughs) You can't even make this shit up. Clown world. For most of the hacks, comfort was a big issue. Eugenia O'Kelly, the paper's first author, said in a press release, the rubber bands, for example, tended to put painful pressure on the ears and face to the point where they hindered circulation to the ears. However, using an effective but uncomfortable hack may make good sense in some high-risk situations where the discomfort is worth it for the added protection. But it would be harder to wear these hacks day in and day out. Oh, brilliant science. So what I'm going to do, guys, just uh, because science tells me to, I'm going to put put uh, some pantyhose over my head and I'm going to go into the bank uh, to do regular banking. And let's see what happens. Do you think they got me on the ground with a gun to my head like that? I would think probably uh i I don't recommend this uh yes next big thing pantyhose stocks go up and subscriptions for use sets go through the roof yeah exactly right exactly uh yeah yeah what's up uh daryl says uh you can rob a bank if it doesn't work exactly exactly it just makes you feel good said another doctor (laughs) exactly what what in the world is this are you shitting me people this is science this is this is uh can you can you imagine like somebody got paid to do this shit like oh i know we'll just tape we'll just tape the mask to somebody's face and uh and test the particulates this (sighs) Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm all right. Anyway, uh, let's go to the Daily Beast. Ah, uh, the Daily Beast. Uh, this is this is why uh, you know that little thing called freedom, uh, called uh, you know individual human rights. Well, um, it, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's not one of those things that should be laughed at because this is what happens if this really goes down. Uh, goons drag reporter away on live TV at Beijing Games opening ceremony. Uh, As far as I'm aware, he did not have pantyhose on his head. Anyway, the Beijing Winter Olympics are are officially underway, but before the opening ceremony even finished on Friday, Chinese authorities proved to the world once again that it won't tolerate any kind of free press. In an extraordinary clip from Dutch broadcaster NOS, one of its reporters who is in Beijing to cover the games can be seen being manhandled by a security guard sporting a red armband. The reporter, uh, oh geez, uh, Sure, Jord Dendas, okay, attempted to carry on his broadcast while being grabbed and yelled at by the guard. Then NOS decided to cut away back to the studio. There you go. In a post, uh, NOS wrote, Our correspondent, uh, Den Das, his last name there, was pulled away from the camera by security guards at 12 p.m. live in the NOS journal. Unfortunately, this is an increasingly uh, becoming a daily reality for journalists in China. He is fine and was able to finish his story a few minutes later. Well, at least they didn't beat the piss out of him. It's unclear exactly what Den Das did to upset the authorities, but it may have been that he was reporting from a dark street corner rather than from inside the glitzy Bird's Nest Stadium where the Chinese government was staging an opening ceremony to show show off China to the world. There you go. Uh, see, you're, you're not allowed to uh, report from the corner because, well, <laughs> uh, China doesn't like it. you gotta, you got to do things the right way, right? Or we manhandle you. Uh, so this is, uh, this is interesting. So this just began. The, the, uh, the games are just, uh, just underway. This is uh, February 4th. So this is, uh, yeah. And uh, we got, there you go, being manhandled by this dude. You got the photograph. And uh, the reporter looks mildly amused, you got to admit. But uh, no, I don't think it was Joe Rogan. But uh, yeah, right? Uh, Joe Rogan, the, 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 uh, the uh, what, what is he now? The medical misinformation guy? Like people are still freaking out about that? Well, anyway. Uh, a report from the Foreign Correspondents Club of China released last month uh, found foreign journalists have faced increasing intimidation in the country in recent years with tactics including social media trolling, assaults, account hacking, visa denials, and lawsuits. Vexatious lawsuits? What the hell is that? What's a vexatious? Anyway, uh, inside the stadium, there was even more controversy during the opening ceremony when Russian President Vladimir Putin appeared to shut his eyes when the team from Ukraine was parading around the track. These people are children. These people are just... Get out of here. 
Uh, inside the stadium, uh, we already read that, Putin uh, has stationed around 100,000 troops at the Ukrainian border, blah, 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 and would have surely been aware that the cameras would most likely turn to him as the Ukraine team entered the stadium. Whatevs. Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, you want to get manhandled. Uh, you'd not just go to the airport anymore to get your, your junk jiggled. Uh, they will do it at the Beijing Olympics, because why not? Why not? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. All right, let's go to SciTech Daily. SciTech Daily. Liquid water confirmed beneath Martian solar... Sorry. Martian South Polar Cap. Read that again. Liquid water confirmed beneath Martian South Polar Cap. Isn't this? Isn't it strange that we're like, water, no water, water, no water, water, no water on Mars? It seems like this stuff comes out like every what? Every, I don't know, like once a month, every other month or something. They're like, water, no water, water, no water. Well, which is it? Which is it, people? Anyway, a Southwest, uh, Southwest Research Institute scientist measured the properties of ice brine mixtures mixtures as cold as a negative 145 degrees to help confirm that salty water likely exists between grains of ice or sediment under the ice cap at Mars's South Pole. Laboratory measure, measurements conducted by SWRI geophysicist Dr. David Stillman support oddly bright reflections detected by the Mars's subsurface sounding radar aboard E. ESA's Mars Express Orbiter. Uh, when a 130-foot antenna, Marsis, M-A-R-S-I-S, flies over the planet, bouncing radio waves over a selected area and then receiving and analyzing the echoes or reflections, any near-surface liquid water should send a strong, bright signal, whereas the radar signal for ice and rock would be much smaller. Because conventional models assume the Mars South Polar Cap experiences temperatures much lower than the melting point of water, many scientists have questioned the presence of liquid water. Clay, hydrated salts, and saline ices have been proposed as potential explanations for the source of the bright basal reflections. The Italian-led team investigating the proposal proposed phenomena used previously published data, simulations, and new laboratory measurements. Quote, lakes of liquid water actually exist between uh, beneath glaciers in Arctic and Antarctic regions, so we have earth analogs for finding liquid water below ice, said Stillman, a specialist in detecting water in any form Format, liquid ice or absorbed on planetary bodies and co-author of a paper describing these findings. He continued, the exotic salts that we know exist on Mars have amazing antifreeze properties, allowing brines to remain liquid down to negative 103 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, we studied these salts in our lab to understand how they would respond to radar. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, so uh, ice, no ice. Ice, no ice. Ice, water, no water. Water, no uh, I don't know. Which is it? You tell me. Uh, I think there's probably life on Mars, if we're being real. But uh, nobody wants to talk about that because that, that's blasphemy. We're the only life in the universe. Just asks uh, science. Trust the science. Trust the science, guys. Are you kidding me? If you're not going to, well, just wear some pantyhose on your head. That should protect you. Uh, here we go. Let's go to sciencealert.com, one of my favorites, as you know. And this is pretty good. Uh, mind-bending new multiverse scenario could explain a strange Higgs boson feature. Hmm. This seems right down the alley of troubled minds, doesn't it? Uh, when researchers at the Large Hadron Collider discovered the elusive Higgs particle in 2012, it was a landmark for particle physics. It solved a very thorny problem, validating and allowing the standard model of particle physics to hold. But, as is often the case with new discoveries, while some questions were neatly answered, others arose. As for the Higgs boson, one of those questions is its mass. According to predictions, the particle is thought to be around three times heavier than the 120 giga electron volts it is like i said not 1.21 gigawatts that joke never gets old uh it says we're not sure why it's it isn't heavier but a new paper lays out a fascinating solution according to physicists uh physicists rafael tito diagnolo of the University Paris Saclay in France and Danielle Teresi of CERN, the problem can be resolved if at the time of the Big Bang the universe consisted of many universes. 
Ah, a multiverse, they say. Ah, the plot thickens. Not only do physicist calculations solve the mass of the Higgs boson, they also solve a seemingly unrelated problem in the standard model, the preservation of symmetry in the strong force that binds the elementary particles that form all normal matter. Uh, the team's model starts the universe as a multitude of universes. Each universe in this multiverse has a different mass for the Higgs boson, some quite heavy and some very light. Then the physicists calculated how these universes would evolve over time. They found that universes with heavier Higgs bosons became unstable and collapsed very quickly in a big crunch in a fraction of a second. The universes with lighter Higgs bosons survived. Under this scenario, our universe emerged as perhaps the sole survivor of the catastrophic multiverse crunching with a very light Higgs boson and there you go <laughs> uh robert the jokes just keep coming in another universe stormy daniels is a librarian uh pretty crazy stuff here we talked about this similar thing uh, just recently on a troubled mind show but it is uh it is neat that uh some some of the mathematical concepts are actually uh bearing out that uh the multiverse may be very very real not just theoretical physics actual well, we'll see, I guess. Uh, cross your fingers uh, that uh, maybe we find a portal in, in the coming days. Uh, there's also a member of Mensa, uh, Stormy Daniels. Uh, wear, uh, don't, don't forget to wear pantyhose on your head uh, making the Stormy Daniels jokes because, yeah, you might hurt yourself. Uh, and that's the way to stay safe. All right. So uh, 702-957-1037. Let's get one more word from our sponsor, which is you. And then we'll wrap this up with one final segment on Troubled Minds News. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's keep on trucking. Back to SciTech Daily. And uh, this is interesting. Interesting stuff per usual. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you're, if you're going to San Francisco, don't forget to wear pantyhose over your hair. Uh, this is uh, SciTech Daily. Are scientists being fooled by bacteria? Uh-oh. New machine learning algorithm reveals the truth about DNA. Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, for decades, a small group of cutting-edge medical researchers have been studying a biochemical DNA tagging system which switches genes on or off. Many have studied it in bacteria, and now some have seen signs of it in plants, flies, and even human brain tumors. However, according to a new study by researchers at the ICANN School of Medicine at Mount Sinai, there may be a hitch. Much of the evidence of its presence in higher organisms may be due to bacterial contamination, which was difficult to spot using current experimental methods. Oops. To address this, the scientists created a tailor-made gene sequencing method that relies on a new machine learning algorithm to accurately measure the source and levels of tagged DNA. This helped them distinguish bacterial DNA from from that of human and other non-bacterial cells. While the test published in Science reported the idea, there went the phone line, that this is, uh, let's see, where did I lose, uh, let's see, blah, blah. Anyway, blah, blah. Quote, pushing the boundaries of medical research can be challenging. Sometimes the ideas are so novel that we have to rethink the experimental methods we used to test them out, said Gang Fang, PhD, Associate Professor of Genetics and Genomic Sciences at ICANN Mount Sinai. And this individual continued, in this study, we developed a new method for effectively measuring this DNA mark in a wide variety of species and cell types. We hope this will help scientists uncover many roles these processes may play in evolution and human disease. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's see. Where's the good part? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, for, for decades, scientists thought that uh, adenine uh, methyl, uh, methylation, jeez, oh, um, you can tell I'm not a scientist, it strictly happened in bacteria, whereas human and other non-bacterial cells relied on the methylation of a different building block, cytosine, to regulate genes. Then starting around 2015, this view changed. Scientists spotted high levels of adenine methylation in plant, fly, mouse, and human cells, suggesting a wider role for the reaction uh, reaction throughout evolution. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You got the link if you want to read the rest. Uh, use pantyhose to 
keep your tinfoil hat on. What's up, Matt? How you doing, buddy? 702-957-1037. Uh, I will uh, call this. There you go. Phone line is back up as of right right now. There Thank you, go. you for calling Troubled Minds. Thank you for calling Call- troubled, troubled Minds. All right. 702-957-1037. Phone line's back up and it's muted, but we're going to go to it. Uh, all right, hodlers. Here it is. Uh, hodlers beware. This is from uh, Cointelegraph.com. Uh, new malware targets MetaMask and 40 other crypto wallets. Oops. That's not good. Uh, let's see. Let's make sure the phone line is good. Unmute that. All right. Should be good. All right. Uh, phone's back up. 702-957-1037. Uh, yep. Uh, security, uh, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, named Mars Stealer by its developers, the new malware is a powerful upgrade on the information stealing OSCI Trojan of 2019. That's spelled O-S-K-I, uh, according to security researcher 3XP0RT. Uh, it targets more than 40 browser-based crypto wallets, along with popular two-factor authentication extensions with a grabber function that steals users' private keys. Uh-huh. MetaMask, Nifty Wallet, Coinbase Wallet, MEWCX, Ronin Wallet, Binance Chain Wallet, and TronLink are listed as some of the targeted wallets. The security expert notes that the malware can target extensions on Chromium-based browsers except Opera. Sadly, it means uh, some of the most common browsers such as Google Chrome, Microsoft Edge, and Brave also made it to the list. Uh, While while they are safe from extension-specific attacks, Firefox and Opera are also vulnerable to credential hijacking. Like I've always said, if you can build it, you can hack it, and here we go. Crypto wallets being jacked, and uh, hodlers pay attention because, well, I'm not sure what you can do uh, if you get get jacked. I mean, you can't get it back, can you? I mean, I don't know. There you go. Uh, Yeah, Robert says Bitcoin up uh, 4468 uh, don't steal on the dip. Uh, th- there you go. This is not financial advice, and I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> uh, but buy the dip, buy the dip. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, I don't know. Like this is one of those ones that's uh, that that kind of would kind of suck. Imagine you found uh, you were holding for years and had a bunch of money in one of these crypto wallets, and then bam, somebody just jacked it. Ah, not very nice. Not very nice. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. Let's uh, let's continue. There's more. There's always more. Let's go uh, to the uh, let's go to the metaverse where we can f- start fighting harassment in the metaverse. Boy, this didn't take long, did it? Uh, this is from Engadget.com. Meta adds personal boundaries to Horizon Worlds and venues to fight harassment. Oh, I see. Uh, At the outset, there's an equivalent of a four-foot gap between VR avatars. Okay, well, we're people bumping into each other. Like, what what the hell's going on here? Uh, Meta is rolling out a feature called Personal Boundary in its Horizons world and Horizon Venues virtual reality spaces to combat harassment. Each avatar will have a bubble with a radius of two virtual feet, so they won't be able to come within around four feet of each other. If someone tries to move into your personal space, their forward motion will halt when they get too close. However, Meta told The Verge that avatars will still be able to move past each other so users won't get trapped in a corner or doorway. The personal boundary feature, which users uh, users won't be able to disable, uh, builds on previous measures Meta added to tackle harassment, such as making an avatar's hands vanish when they enter someone else's personal space. Shortly before Meta opened Horizon Worlds to everyone age 18 or older in the U.S. and Canada in December, a beta tester said her avatar was groped by a stranger. How, how do you... Uh, so many questions. Uh, eventually, you may be able to change the radius of your personal boundary. Users can still high-five and fist-bump other avatars, but they need to extend their arms to do so. How, how in the hell do you get groped in the metaverse? Is it... Uh, here we go. This is from Gar- The Guardian. This is the, the one we're talking about. Uh, Metaverse is just a new venue for the age-old problem of sexual harassment. Okay. All right. I'm going to link this if you want to read it. I don't even understand. Um, there you go. Don't, don't, don't be sexually harassing virtual Stormy Daniels. Exactly. I don't know. This is um, weird. <laughs> is, that a good way to, is that a good way to put it? Weird. I don't know. This is weird. This is weird. Anyway, uh, last one here, and we are just about done. And all right, so uh, 702-957-1037. Let's go to this. And uh, speaking of the, the world and the upside down and, uh, well, uh, cheating, you got to love this. Uh, top Guitar Hero player reveals how he cheated 
for years. <laughs> Most of his top YouTube videos were faked. Ah, you don't say. Former Guitar Hero legend Shmooey has revealed that his top scoring videos were completely and utterly fake. The prolific Guitar Hero player, previously thought to be the best in the world, has been faking it all along and admitted as much in a lengthy apology he posted to YouTube. Quote, I won't waste any time on this, he said. Yes, most of the stuff I did was unauthentic and I am at fault for being a fraud for the things I tweaked and edited. I'm sorry if I'm not the person you thought I was, he added. I am a fraud. Oh, that's that's too bad. His apology comes after YouTube investigator Carl Jobst, uh, Job, J-O-B-S-T, uncovered his cheating in a now viral video. Since 2018, Shmooey has been dazzling the Guitar Hero fan community with numerous world firsts, often playing some of the most difficult songs at speeds well above anyone else. He was considered to be the world's greatest. But a world first he posted to YouTube in December 2021 would be his undoing. The video chronicled Shmooey's world first, a flawless run of nine patterns of eternal pain. The, this instantly drew suspicion, and on further examination, the video included several errors. Yep, there you go. What's up, guys? The Lance Armstrong of Guitar Hero. If you ain't cheating, you ain't playing. What's up, uh, Brian After Dark? Is nothing sacred, exactly. Uh, expert players noticed an inconsistency between the notes and his finger positions, but the moment that sealed his fate was a Windows Media Player overlay that appeared very briefly towards the end of the video. This was a huge red flag. It wasn't a live video at all, but a screen capture of a previous recording. Shmooey admitted that he had spliced some of his videos in a Discord call in January, but insisted that he had only tampered with a few of his videos. I did not inhale. Uh, Anyway, the Guitar Hero community then began combing through his previous videos and found even more evidence of video splicing as well as proof that his game was running slower than it should be there you go well if you want to you want to become world famous you too can cheat and manipulate uh, video timing and these things and it's possible it's very possible and uh there we go there's nothing sacred that's a good question. That's a good question. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, that's that's all I had. Uh, there was another one I was going to do, but uh, let's let's see if we can pull something else up while we're at it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Are you excited about the uh, prospect of maybe cheating and getting your YouTube channel uh, booming? By cheating? Yeah. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, da, da. Any other good stuff here? Eh, not really. Not really. Uh, how about this one? We'll do this, and then we'll then we'll finish this up. Uh, I thought this was pretty neat. I saw this earlier. This is from Wired.com. And, and yep, yep. Uh, North Korea hacked him. So... He took down its internet. <laughs> of course, right? Uh, n- uh, nothing like taking down the internet of an entire country. But uh, there you go. For the past two weeks, observers of North Korea's strange and tightly restricted corner of the internet began to notice that the country seemed to be dealing with some serious connectivity issues, uh, problems. On several uh, different days, practically all of its websites, the notoriously isolated nation only has a few dozen, intermittently dropped offline in mass from the booking site for its Air Corio airline to uh, a Nara, a page that serves as the official portal for dictator Kim Jong-un's government. At least one of the central routers that allow access to the country's networks appeared at one point to be paralyzed, crippling the Hermit Kingdom's digital connections to the outside world. Some North Korea watchers pointed out that the country had just carried out a series of missile tests, implying that a foreign government's hackers might have launched a cyber attack against the rogue state to tell it to stop saber rattling. But responsibility for North Korea's ongoing internet outages doesn't lie with U.S. Cyber Command or any other state-sponsored hacking party. In fact, it was the work of one American man in a t-shirt, pajama pants, and slippers, sitting in his living room night after night watching alien movies and eating spicy corn snacks. That sounds amazing. And periodically walking over to his home office to check on the progress of the programs he was running to disrupt the internet of an entire country. Yep, just over a year ago, an independent hacker who goes by the handle P4X was himself hacked by North Korean spies. P4X was just one victim of a hacking campaign that targeted Western security researchers with the apparent aim of stealing their hacking tools and details about software vulnerabilities. He says he managed to prevent those hackers from swiping anything of value from him, but he nonetheless felt deeply unnerved by state-sponsored hackers targeting him personally and by the lack of any visible response from U.S. government. So, well, what did he do? Uh, he's taken matters into his own 
hands. He's quote, I fe- it felt like the right thing to do here. If they don't see we have teeth, it's just going to keep coming, says the hacker. P4X spoke to Wired and shared his screen recordings to verify his responsibility for the attacks, but declined to use his real name for fear of prosecution or retaliation. Quote, I want them to understand that if you come at us, it means some of your infrastructure is going down for a while. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, if only, if only you could hack an entire country, and apparently you can. Uh, all right, this is uh, this is Trouble Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Kim, Kim Jong Un is not amused. Uh, now he can't watch his uh, Stormy Daniel downloads, right? Stormy Daniels. So we have a we have a problem, a serious problem here. Uh, all right, so we are finished, and uh, this that's that's a week in, in in that's a wrap for Troubled Minds. I appreciate all you guys. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for spending your time with us. And uh, you know the drill. If you want to help the show, there are many ways to do that. You can sub up right here on Twitch through Amazon Prime. It's uh, no additional cost, and uh, it does send two dollars and forty nine cents my way per month. So if you have done that, uh, remember that uh, you do have to re up that every month because it falls off and it just takes a couple seconds to, to re, re-engage that. Uh, also, uh, you could uh, sub up at Rockfin, which also uh, pays in crypto, which is nice. Uh, Hodlers Unite, uh, unless it gets hacked, of course, but it hasn't yet. So it was probably not a value in that just yet to, for hackers to bother. But uh, in any case, there are more. Uh, what else? The uh, Patreon as well. If you want to help the show, just spread the word. That's probably the best way. Spread the word and uh, you can listen to the podcast feed, which of course uh, gives us a few cents every time you play one of these shows and there's hundreds of shows up there if you like the news shows there's tons of that stuff if you like uh the the woo woo stuff where we're talking about the multiverse and shit like that there's tons of that there's tons of everything if you like weird subjects check out the podcast feed and as we finish appreciate it guys uh thanks thanks for hanging out thanks for spending your time with me and with us on this happy friday happy friday to you have a fantastic weekend I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds News. You guys have a great one. We'll see you on Monday. Buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. This is not financial advice. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details